All right, Wall fans, Common Sensors podcast consumers, welcome to another very exciting edition of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall, hosted by me, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke, and this is episode 39. That's right, episode 39. I, I, I want to say it's been a full year of Common Sense Sundays, but it hasn't. It's just been a full year of other things that we'll get into. But before we get there, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, for episodes, whenever you so please. And you can do that in multiple locations. One of them would be facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's right, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's our official Facebook page. Uh, Going to keep you up to date on all new episodes, new videos, new content, uh, all kinds of new announcements, whatever they may be. So make sure you like our Facebook page. Uh, then, of course, YouTube, head over to YouTube, search Go Tell It to the Wall, subscribe to our channel. Uh, that's where you're going to find all of our videos. All of our video feeds get posted after the fact up on the YouTube channel, as well as our mental health playlists, our parenting playlists, our beer reviews. That's right, the beer reviews. Don't forget about those. We have some new ones coming, actually, uh, on the beer review front, so, so look forward to that as well. I've been sitting on them. They're going to finally get up there. I'm going to talk a little bit more about some new content that's coming. And of course, my own personal Instagram account, which is uh, at SoCalSean. That's right, at SoCalSean. Follow that one. Uh, stay in the loop on on everything that is Instagram. That's kind of my preferred personal use social platform, I guess. Uh, so follow me on there, SoCalSean. Uh, and of and most important, all inclusive of the things I just mentioned would be our website, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That is the official website for everything that is Go Tell It to the Wall and Sean O'Rourke. Uh, so make sure you bookmark that one, check back off, and you're going to ha- actually find links to all the things I just mentioned. Uh, you're also going to find a link to our Patreon campaign. Please help us out if you have the means to do so and you see fit to do so. Uh, and our merch website, which you can link directly from SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Get yourself some common sense merch. It's wild. I'm, I'm I'm like staring at my uh my monitors here, and for some reason we are we're we're peeking on stuff. Uh, something happened, and I don't know. I let me get tangented here for a minute. Windows, I think, pulled a nice little update last night, so I had to go through and I was resetting a bunch of stuff uh, on my, on my setup here. And now for some reason my my microphone is peaking, so I apologize if uh, if the sound is is a little bit off this week because uh, some kind of weird funky setting that came through windows with all the updates that have been coming if you're a windows user uh or a pc user just in general you probably know this or maybe not i think i get to get them early because i'm on actual proprietary hardware Uh, but i digress and we'll move along and let me just say goddamn daylight savings time uh it's i feel like uh like danny glover and uh (laughs) in lethal weapon i just woke up from getting too old for this shit (laughs) like you know i don't even know what time it is and not every clock in the house has been reset yet. I mean, that that is a, that is one advantage of smart devices is at least the smart devices have updated. Um, I remember years and years ago this happened to me. I was living in an apartment building, and like at the very beginning of smartphones, you know, like very early on in smartphones, I I think I had a BlackBerry at that time, like the old old BlackBerry. And like I go out and I was a smoker at the time. Go out to smoke in the courtyard, and my neighbors like. He's looking at his phone, and I kind of glance down at my head, and I'm like, wait a minute. What what time is it? What time is it actually? Like, me and a few of my neighbors in this apartment building were out there like, I don't know. what, And, and completely forgot that it was daylight savings time. Like, didn't even know. And our phones had to tell us at that time. Uh, now I'm, I'm keenly aware of it having a, a child at home. Because uh, that's the other thing is there was a time in my life where I would just I'd be like no I'm just gonna sleep in another hour who cares it's because Sun- that's the thing it's Sunday 
when I was a kid, it was a pain in my ass because uh, I was going to church every Sunday. But now it's like, I'm not working. It's, it's Sunday. I'll just sleep in an extra hour. Here's the thing. When you have kids, uh, they don't care. <laughs> you're, not, you're not like, hey, 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 four-year-old, uh, you're going to sleep in another an extra hour tomorrow. No, they don't care. They, they're just they're getting up when they want to get up. So that doesn't matter. Uh, and then it's just, I've been in a bit of a haze all morning. And <laughs> I... I it's a lot of things, but it's definitely the daylight savings thing, which I feel like we just need to get past this and be done with freaking daylight savings. Um, but also part of it is uh, is we are now officially, and this could vary depending on where you are around the, the world, uh, even around the country, but definitely around the world. As far as the U.S. goes, we're, we're now one year into like serious uh, lockdown pandemic mode. Um, and, and, and we're going to get into more of that later. But uh, it really, it was like March, I, the, the NBA stuff was March 11th of 2020, which I know a lot of people don't care about sports, but that was when uh, the NBA had an outbreak of COVID. And even if you're not a sports fan, that's like a big thing because you see this professional sports organization all of a sudden say, nope, we're done. We're going to just stop playing. And, and that's what happened. Um, and then of course, you know, the, like the weekend of March 13th is really whenever it was, I mean, Cal like Los Angeles went on lockdown like that Sunday. It was, it was madness. And, uh, we're going to talk more about that later in COVID updates. Uh, but before we get there, we'll talk about some digital trends. Uh, this is, I put this in digital cause it's trending on digital. And actually it, it's so funny cause I wouldn't even have known had I not seen it on, on digital trends. And for those of you uh, that are in the United States and, and are, are married, especially if you're married, but if, if your mother's still around, uh, it's not actually Mother's Day in the United States. <laughs> it is Mother's Day uh, in the United Kingdom. Yes, around the world, we have different m- dates that we celebrate things like Mother's Day, Father's Day, and, and all those other things. Um, so interestingly, not like, hmm, interesting, just you don't realize it unless you're in that country. So I wake up this morning, I see Happy Mother's Day, and I'm going, it's not Mother's Day, ah, UK. Um, now that being said, we have a lot of listeners in the United Kingdom, uh, so I want to take a moment to say happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers uh, out there in the United Kingdom. I hope, hope you're enjoying your day uh, despite being pretty much locked down, um, but if, if you're a mother and you got kids at home, then that, that's really the best way to spend a Mother's Day anyway. And, you know, I'm not a mother, I'm a father, but I like spending my Father's Day that way, so uh, if you remember last year on Father's Day, we actually, my, my kids sat in the studio uh, for, uh, for, for the Father's Day episode for most of it. I think you got, that's the thing. My, my, my wife and kid have to listen to me talk all the time. So they get kind of tired of, of listening to me talk. They're forced to, they have to live with me. The rest of you don't live with me. So you only get like an, an hour of me talking at you a week. Whereas, uh, especially in these current times, the current climate, my, my wife and daughter, I would imagine they are constantly tired of me, especially if I take a couple of weeks off of the podcast and I'm just, I'm just, I'm all balled up and like, I got something to say and they get very tired of me. But so happy Mother's Day to uh, all the mothers in the UK. Uh, Pie Day. Yep. This is uh, trending on social platforms, digitally trending because it's Pie Day. It's, it's March 14th, which is. 3.14 or although it's 3.14 blah 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 blah. I did enjoy that some people were like posting the entire pie and it's like which apparently you can fit in a tweet. I think you can. I didn't look at threads. Maybe it was like a whole it, it required multiple tweets, but people were sending that out. Uh, and I will say we do this every year and people and you know good on you uh, you know pizza places and pie companies who are able to to create free marketing around pie day. Uh, but we all know don't get it twisted. We all know that Pi Day uh, is just big math trying to sell you more big math. So don't get, you know, 
don't let big math uh, get the best of you on, on this fine pie day. There's like five people that are going to get that joke. <laughs> I'm one of them, though, so I get to say it. All right, boycott Coke. Hashtag boycott Coke. This was trending this past week on the social platforms. Uh, and I will tell you, I, I, I looked into it a little bit. Um, and this is this is a dangerous road you can go down when you start looking uh, at political contributions from companies. There's obviously like really big ones, you know, where it's it's pretty much black and white, like Chick-fil-A, where like, no, no, you're donating to organizations that say like gay people are are the devil or, you know, and I'm paraphrasing. I'm I know it's not. But, you know, there's a fine line between that and that you just happen to be a, a Republican donor. You know, I don't want to get into the, the details and semantics of that, but apparently what's happened is Coke, uh, Coca-Cola had donated to um, a con- like one of the controversial bills down there in, uh, in a voter rights bill uh, down there in Atlanta, I believe it was. And, uh, and, and that's not the point I'm trying to make here. You, you know, you can do your own research on this um, because they're political contributions. And like I said, that's a, that's a long road to go down. Um, we should all be aware of things, but my first thought when I saw, I was like, boycott Coke, okay. And by all means, I'm not saying don't boycott Coke, but what I, the reason I'm bringing this up, um, not only because it was trending around social platforms, but is just the awareness of, of the fact that, and, and I've said this jokingly on the podcast, I've said this jokingly since I was a teenager, um, and then it just continued to get worse as I became an adult. There, there's like four companies on the face of the earth that own everything we you know and again i'm exaggerating um but when you look at these large companies like coca-cola if it, by all means boycott but go all the way don't just I'm, i don't drink coke anymore i drink pepsi well what about everything else that coca-cola owns it's a lot of stuff it's it really is a lot of stuff so if you're gonna do that go all the way um and don't just share a hashtag it's <laughs> sharing coke doesn't care They're like boycott coke yeah okay you know you want to move the needle, you boycott everything the company owns. And and that's just that's just how it is. It's, I always laughed about this. I've said this on the podcast before, um, and it still happens. Everyone's like, I hate Facebook's terrible, and it's evil, and I'm getting off of Facebook, and I'm only using Instagram from now on. It's like, you know, it's one thing to just be like, I don't like the Facebook platform for the Instagram platform, but don't be like, Facebook's evil. I'm only using Instagram. It's like, yo, Facebook owns Instagram. Uh, your shit's on the same servers as Facebook. It's all it's 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 just a different platform. But you're you're not <laughs> you're not boycotting a company if you're just using a different platform they own. That's the bottom line. And and so whenever these things come up, I always say, and obviously make your voice heard. I'm not here to tell you what to boycott, what to drink, what to eat, what to you know. I mean, outside of chick, nobody should be eating Chick Fil A because it's not even that freaking good. You, you know, terrible chicken sandwich with a side of hatred. Um, and again, if you eat Chick Fil A. I actually have a few, like quite a few gay friends that they're like the chicken's too good. I still eat there, you know. So I'm not here to tell you those things, but just use your common sense when it comes to seeing, especially when you're just seeing things on social platforms. Stand up and speak up for what you believe in, but take it, take it all the way. That's a long road to go down. Take it all the way down that road if you're if you're going to do it correctly. Uh, Wells Fargo and the stimulus. This was trending on the social platforms. Now I don't follow anything in with Wells Fargo. Uh, but I think Wells Fargo had like even tweeted out like, hey, your stimulus checks are coming. And a lot of people with these big banks uh, are still waiting for their their uh, their economic recovery stimulus money, which I, we keep hearing stimulus. <laughs> it's like, And I said this before, too. It's it, like it's not a stimulus when you're you're basically trying to keep people from starving. 
a stimulus was, uh, you know, when, when, uh, when Bush did it in like the early two thousands and was just like, here's money, you know, and to, to stimulate the economy. Uh, but whatever you want to call it, the money that's coming out, uh, through the, the COVID relief bill, uh, it looks like big banks are taking longer to actually get the money deposited into people's accounts, uh, which is ridiculous, but also not surprising. So people have been complaining. They're like, where's my money, Wells Fargo? Where's my money, Bank of America? Um, whereas people with smaller banks, uh, credit unions specifically, myself included, uh, have uh, got money. <laughs> got money a few days ago. It, it, it's there. Got money. So uh, that that's the, that's, I always say with people, uh, use a credit union. Do not use big banks. It's just the big banks are not good. They, they don't, they don't care about you. I'm not saying credit unions care about you incredibly, but there's no reason to use a big bank. There just, there simply isn't a reason to use a big bank. So, so avoid them completely is what I would say. Uh, I use partners. I would recommend partners if you are able to, uh, to access partners because not everyone can. Um, but there's credit unions out there that are attached to things. Uh, like my brother-in-law is in the SAG-AFTRA credit union. You know, it, it just depends. Partners, if you know someone at Disney, you can get into the partner's credit union. Uh, don't be hitting me up. I'm not at Disney anymore, so I can't get more people in there. <laughs> but I get to stay because I was at Disney at one time. Highly recommend the credit unions. Dude, just do that. Just do that. Uh, all right, a couple more digital trends here. There was a high school sports announcer in Oklahoma. That's right, in Oklahoma, uh, who was calling a, a, a women's high school basketball game uh, and apparently when they they did the national anthem or a similar song uh, the the women the young ladies on one of the team knelt uh, as has become custom for a lot of people around the country at the beginning of sporting events uh, and the one of the announcers who thought they were uh, no longer on microphone uh, was caught saying something very hateful in fact to the point of using the n-word uh, to describe these female basketball players like went off was caught on mic and like got caught. Uh, and it goes so much deeper than that because he then the next day came out and blamed it on his diabetes. He said that his diabetes causes him to sometimes say things he doesn't mean. Now, I've been around a long time. Not as long as some people, but a lot longer than others. That's the first time I've heard diabetes as an excuse for racism. Uh, you often hear blame it on the alcohol. Uh, we're going to blame it on the diabetes now? Uh, it's so strange to me. So, of course, this was was picking up steam on the social platforms, that, rightfully so. Uh, and this guy, I, I don't know if he's officially lost his job, but he was definitely suspended from, from calling. And it, it, ridiculous, like high school games. It's bad enough when you're using that, like talking like that about adults or professionals. And you shouldn't do that either. But he's he's talking about kids, teenagers, kids. So I'm sure he's going to lose his job. Uh, the one good thing to come out of this is that team apparently went on to win state in Oklahoma. They won the state title in Oklahoma for uh, for for women's high school basketball. So congratulations, good on you for for coming through that and and making something good of it. I mean, there's just, just no excuse. But the good thing is we like you can see the support and the uproar, the support for the team, uh, as well as the uproar that somebody is, uh, can can do this, like talk like this. Unbelievable. All right, Doritos were trending on the social platforms this week. Apparently, Doritos' social media team was was bored. Uh, so they tweeted out, what's everyone's favorite flavor of Doritos? And maybe we'll send you a free bag. And 
Like, all right, well, that's one way to get Doritos trending on the social platforms. The one thing that really caught my eye was, of course, Cool Ranch then started to trend. And this is one of those things I just cannot get behind, and I'm not going to argue with somebody, but Cool Ranch, this always comes up with Doritos, and people love the Cool Ranch Doritos. I can't stand them. Like, the smell makes me sick. The smell of Cool Ranch Doritos makes me, not like sick, sick, but I'm like, oh, oh, no, no, no. But people love them. Seems to be the most popular uh, popular flavor of Doritos. I'm also old enough to remember uh, when Cool Ranch Doritos were Cool Ranch Doritos, uh, then they were Cooler Ranch Doritos, and then back to Cool Ranch Doritos. Because I think that's a thing we did in the 90s is just added letters, you know, like to things. Like, now, Cooler. Like, oh, oh, okay. Capri Sunnier. Like, that never happened. That would have been good, though. Maybe, let's see. Hey, Capri Sun. Million dollar idea right there. Capri Sunnier. I don't know what makes it sunnier, but it doesn't matter. It's just a marketing term. Uh, so, yeah, enjoy your Cool Ranch. I like some classic Doritos. I got some classic Doritos, the nacho cheese in the kitchen right now. I like the spicy nacho, too. Uh, the problem is if I keep the spicy nacho around uh, and someone... And I, <laughs> I've had some over the past year, but uh, if I have the spicy nacho around and, and certain like friends or family come over, then suddenly they're like, ooh, Doritos, and then suddenly, you know... I've got a friend with like crazy heartburn. I have some friends with sensitivities to to spicy things, and so I'm always like, nope, no, no, don't. I know I made that sauce, but that no, not for you. Uh, so so usually just keep the classic ones around the nacho cheese. All right, and last thing I'm going to leave you with here in digital trends: uh, hashtag four words better than sex. That's right, hashtag four words better than sex. Mine. Of course, no question right now, the only four words better than sex would be going to a concert. That's right. Going to a concert. Four words. That's all I'm looking for. Jesus Christ, I'm ready for a concert. Speaking of being able to go to concerts, let's get into some COVID updates. Oh, man. We're, we're getting there, wall fans. We're moving along. Things are happening. Uh, specifically here in LA. I know they're happening elsewhere in other states where they're like, we just don't care. We're living normal. Here in California where we care about things, uh, <laughs> we are starting to gradually reopen. And it looks like here in Los Angeles, we're going to have limited indoor capacity for certain things starting tomorrow. That's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm very happy to see it. I'm also just cautious to see if we're going to get an uptick because it, here's the thing. And I've said, like, every time we've had these mind, like, okay, we can lift some of these things. And what happens is everyone's like, we all need to go to a restaurant right now. And it's like, you know what? Just because they're open doesn't, I, I know you want to support local businesses. By all means, do that. But just because the bar is open doesn't mean you need to go and sit in the bar. Like, you know, you can still do some outdoor dining and stuff. Let's, let's like ease back into it uh, as far as that goes. So I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I th it, it does feel different from the other times where we're like, no, it is getting better. Let's start to open things back up. Uh, it does feel different, um, namely because we have a vaccine out there right now. Uh, my my father-in-law is getting his second vaccine on Friday. I believe my father is getting his, like, Wednesday. Uh, and then my uh, my wife's grandmother is also getting her second shot this week. So so going to have you know, more people personally that have had both their shots. Uh, but so we'll see what happens. It, I'm hoping it stays that way. But I just, it, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, and then of course the the economic relief package, the COVID relief package, is, is hitting hitting accounts. Uh, so hopefully people out there that that have really been struggling um, are are getting that money and it's helpful to them. I I know uh, ours came in. My my family's came in via direct deposit. Uh, I think a few days ago. I don't know. 
Uh, I just I just know I was like, oh, I think I think this the the payments coming soon. My wife goes, oh yeah, no, I saw it hit this morning. That was like a few days ago. Uh, so one year later, we are now one year into this whole COVID thing, um, and I think now is the time. I've talked about COVID exhaustion for for, for quite a while. Um, and I think it really hit me today between that and daylight savings time. It's like, okay, it's been an entire year of this. Uh, and in fact, the past couple of days I was thinking of certain things. Um, I'm still sitting on show tickets, still sitting on concert tickets. And in fact, uh, the bomb pops record release party was, was it was supposed to be a year ago, March 13th, uh, 2020. Uh, I'm actually wearing my, my bomb pops hoodie today, uh, courtesy of stupid rad merch. And I, get tangent here for a sec. I always, I always like to promote where you can purchase certain things, t-shirts, sweatshirts when I'm wearing them. Uh, you can't get this one anymore. This was a limited run that, that Simeon did with, uh, with stupid rad for, for the previous black Friday, black Friday, 2020. Uh, but you can get other bomb pops hoodies through stupid rad. So check that out. But still sit, I'm sitting on at, l- at least three shows that uh, that should be rescheduled, uh, and we're about a year ago. It was Bomb Pops and Charger. It was actually two Bomb Pops shows and Charger. One of the Bomb Pops shows was a, was a free record release party, so I'm not sitting on tickets. It was just a show-up thing, um, among many others. But I think back to a year ago, and we were, like, as of March 11th or 12th, we were still kind of planning on seeing Charger on March 15th. Crazy to think. Um, and really up until like the 10th or 11th, we thought we were seeing bomb pops on the 13th. And the, really the one thing that, that got, that rescheduled that earlier than some of the others was the fact that, uh, uh, Polly, uh, from the bomb pops, uh, is a diabetic and it was extra risky for her to, uh, to actually be, uh, be in crowds and stuff, you know, cause she was higher risk, um, than most people, but that, that's where we were a year ago, uh, Yesterday, March 13th, uh, was the last time I ate in a restaurant. It was the last time I ate in a restaurant. And a year ago, March 14th, was the last time the top of this head was cut. My hair. The top. Obviously, the sides have been getting that cut for really th- through most of COVID here, most of the pandemic because my wife. But the top, that's, all this length on the top is, uh, is pretty much a year of growth. Uh, and I haven't driven <laughs> in a year. I have not driven a car for a year. Uh, March 13th, 2020 was the last time I drove a car. I've ridden in a car a few times. I think I've ridden in the car like four times since, uh, since the pandemic hit and I don't go out anywhere, uh, but I have ridden in the car a few times. Um, but my, my wife's driven every time. It's like, eh, you drive. So I haven't driven a car in a year, a year. And the crazy thing is just thinking back to a year ago where we were like, oh yeah, two weeks, we're all going to stay home for two weeks, you know, do our best to remember that, remember the, the phrase, flatten the curve, flatten the curve. That was the phrase a year ago was the phrase, flatten the curve. Who would have thought we'd still be sitting here and we're still not done. It's over a year. And in fact, my wife is going to have her second COVID birthday at the end of this month. Uh, March 25th is her birthday, and that's going to, because her birthday falls in March, uh, her, her last year her birthday was very early on in the pandemic, and this year it's it's obviously come around full circle, so she gets two COVID birthdays. Uh, unfortunately, for anyone out there whose birthday is in March, it's real unfortunate, and 
uh, really, or April too, I think we're going to be looking at, you know, you may be able to see more people, but not have a big party. Um, I'm spoiled. I, I think I will actually be able to have a party uh, in November. Plan on it. I'll be ready for it at that point. Um, but just t- take care of yourselves mentally today. Just in general, knowing that, you know, look back on the past year, but don't dwell on the past year. That's really what it is. Um, all right, mental health. Uh, I, I'm still sitting on this. I, I want to get really, I want to dive into um, some OCD stuff that I've been researching, that I've found, that I've been looking into. I'm really, I've been sitting on it for a couple weeks, and t- uh, this this is just not the week. Um, between the, the full year of COVID and the time change, it's just, I don't, I don't have, I don't have the energy to really unpack and, and give that the respect that I want to, because that's obviously something that's very, very, very important to me, very, very, very near and dear to my heart. Um, so what I want to talk about here in mental health is just, just quick is, is we're all hitting this wall, you know, no pun intended, not, not yelling at a wall. We've all hit a wall, the proverbial wall, and we've been hitting them for the past year, but now, especially being a year on, even if you're not realizing it, you're, you've, you've hit a wall. And I, but I think the most important thing here to to do is 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 the self care like we've been te- you know talking about, um, but really just focus on getting to the end. The good thing about this wall that we've hit a year in, as opposed to a couple months in, you know, to twenty a couple months into the pandemic of twenty twenty, you know, so let's say May June, is we can see the light at the end now. We know there are vaccines. The numbers are improving. Things are getting better. We're fighting this. We have th- the U.S. has three different vaccines now. A lot of countries have multiple uh, companies that are producing vaccines for them. So even though it's been longer, we just need to lean on the fact that we're getting there. We are moving in the right direction. A- guarantee anybody listening to this, you know at, at least one person, most likely multiple people that have gotten at least their first vaccine, their first vaccine shot. I, I know tons. Some of them are teachers, some of them are health professionals, various things. Uh, one of them is literally, is, is a, a friend of mine is a nurse, um, and she's been, uh, I have actually multiple friends who are nurses, it's like the compassion it takes to become a nurse, and of course, like multiple, and I'm sure there's even more than I'm not realizing, multiple of my friends that are nurses have actually been volunteering time, uh, so they're working, but also volunteering time to to help out with vaccinations and, and stuff like that. Um, so we need to focus on that. And know that this too shall pass. It's such a cliche, but just know that this too shall pass. And I'm sure I said that like a year ago. I was like, we'll get through it, we'll get through it. But now we, we know we're going to get through it. We're so close. So close. I swear, I've, we have one of the loudest ice cream trucks <laughs> that comes down my street. It's wild. And I, I swear they drive so slow. And I, I've, I've been sitting outside and I'll see. And they like know which houses. So they'll kind of lean out the truck like, you coming out for ice cream day? All right. They, they love my street. But then I hear it when I'm in the studio. I'm like, Jesus, that's a loud freaking ice cream truck. Like I'm inside, windows closed. I got sound dampening stuff. I'm still here in an ice cream truck. <sighs> but we're close. We're close, wall fans. And we'll get there. And as far as parenting goes, you know, this is this is taking its toll on our kids as well, and and I've talked about that over the past year, um, and it's still challenging. A year of occupying a toddler, a 
full year. And obviously things have gotten better. Uh, you know, she's had a couple like socially distanced playdates where like they're at the park, hey, wave and then kind of run around but not be, you know, touching each other near each other, um, which I think is helping. And she knows that we're getting there. I have a four-year-old and she knows. In fact, I know uh, a friend of mine's daughter uh, is absolutely ready to go back to school. And here in L.A., they're going back to, to kind of split in-person classroom instruction. And he was telling me, it's just like, like, she's ready. She's ready. It's funny to think of an eight-year-old wanting to go to school, but they, they, they want to see their friends. They want that social interaction. They're tired of sitting at home. You know, so my four-year-old's the same way. So she's ready. It is going to be interesting. And she knows that we're getting there. She knows that, that it is getting better. We talk about it. Um, but it's funny, on the other side of things, she's going to have to be kind of re- reconditioned uh, t- to be around people once once we're allowed to like actually be around people. Because she's very much, like she will avoid people. If we're walking down the street or something, She she's like, nope, nope. And she's she, like, she said it's my mother on the phone. Uh, cause like, she'll be talking to grandma on the, you know, we do the video calls and she's and like the other day, my, my mother was like, Oh, can we paint? Uh, you know, when we come up to visit, my parents live in San Diego and she goes, yes, but outside we can paint outside. <laughs> and my mother's like, Oh, is that where we paint now? And I was like, no, she just, she's won't be in the house with anybody except for myself and, and my wife. Like she just, so we've created this overt cautiousness in her, which, uh, which I think is going to have to be reconditioned to an extent uh, once we get back to reality, because she's probably like she's going to avoid people. She really is, and to an extent, I think we all should to an extent anyway. <laughs> We're all very just up in each other's business, and have been for like a, you know always are, and we don't need to be up in each other's business as much. You know, let's let's all calm down a little bit. All right, moving on to some positive news. I am going to talk TikTok, talk TikTok, talk. Talk, tick tock. <laughs> I know I'm not a TikTok fan, and you all know that. I don't use a TikTok. I only watch a TikTok video if someone posts it on like Facebook or another social platform. I don't get on the TikTok app. I just won't do it. Um, but we are getting some positivity coming out of TikTok. One of the trends that's going on right now. Uh, and it was actually kind of started by by a certain TikTok user. Um, and it, it's a bit of a it's a plus size trend. I want to unpack that term as well. Uh, but it's there's users taking outfits from Pinterest. Now, if you're not familiar with Pinterest, like I don't use Pinterest. My wife uses Pinterest. She pins these things. Like I remember when we were uh, we we're planning our wedding, she would send me things. Like she's like, look at this, and it's like a pen. I'm like, what? It's a digital bulletin board, I guess. Uh, but a lot of style Pinterest boards. You know, people looking at clothing, um, men and women, I'm sure. But this this specifically being women uh, who go to Pinterest for fashion ideas. Uh, and a couple of women, one in particular that, that kind of started this trend, and then others when they realized, like, yeah, what? what what's the deal with that? Uh, and it, it's very typical of the fashion industry in general, the way it's always been. Uh, you have you have these these runway models, these fashion models that are that are like, and I, I'm sorry if you're a fashion model, uh, built like a stick. I don't mean that insultingly, but it's just the typical body type of a fashion runway model is a stick. So we, like when you're no curves, very thin. You know, and this is this is very common. I don't mean it insultingly to anybody. It's just this is how it is. And so unless you're built like that, if you're trying to get style ideas, it's very difficult. And then specifically if you're plus size. But can I can I just say like for a minute, plus size I, I see this so much. And you see like advertisements like, oh plus size clothing, and you're like, uh that that that's that's plus size? 
like that just looks normal size to me like you just have a normal but but okay that's the society we live in where plus size is just normal size and regular size is is a stick like and again i don't want to be insulted but it's hard to argue with that the fashion stick so what's happened is these few tiktok users are, are taking these style ideas from from pinterest and they are styling them for for more normal body types that aren't fashion models rail thin models um and it's helping to give confidence to people and here's the thing and that's why i say like I, the, the whole plus size term just blows my mind because like no the majority how is it plus size when the majority of people are that size like shouldn't we call the the fact because there's the majority of people are not the fashion model shouldn't the fashion model be like i don't know thin size i don't know i don't even know what you'd call it that's where we are, and this is something fashion industry's just never gotten right. And yes, I know there's you know there's other models and stuff, and there's it, it, we have gotten better over the past few years. But still, if you look at like uh, Fashion Week or whatever all that shit is, like fashion, you know, New York Fashion Week. I don't know. I'm not a fashion. Clearly, I'm not a fashion guy. I'm like buy your clothes from stupid rad merch company, which great merch, chaos merch, great merch companies. I'm not saying they're not, but that's like I'm not high fashion by any means. I wear hoodies and t-shirts and jeans. Um, so I'm, I'm glad to see this and I want to see more of it because most people just aren't built that way. And this is helping to give confidence. Like I said, uh, so good on you, TikTok. Here I am saying good on you, TikTok, uh, for actually having a decent trend. It's starting to make up for all the other, you know, animal cruelty and eating things you shouldn't eat and putting down others and all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, let's, let's bring, rein it back in a little bit with this positivity. Uh, so good on you for that. And, 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 uh, and, and I'm sure it's greatly appreciated by people who are interested in fashion uh to to see these things you know what i mean all right some common sense let's get into that okay today is march 14th 2021 which means three days from now is going to be the great holiday that is saint patrick's day uh so this is where i'm going to take my annual little psa to you you might see some stife stife making up words here some stuff typed up on the socials uh, over the next few days but just a few things to keep in mind and i will point out you can argue these things with me. People have tried to argue these things with me. Uh, for those of you not aware of my full name, uh, my name is Sean Michael Patrick O'Rourke. I, I have a just a, a little bit of authority when it comes to Irish-American things. Just a little bit. Yes, yes. For those of you familiar, uh, yes. Uh, my, my patron saint, I mean, I don't practice Catholicism anymore, but my patron saint from my uh, confirmation was Patrick. St. Patrick, but my that's why... Uh, my confirmation name is Patrick. Uh, that being said, if you're going to post about St. Patty's Day, not writing out St. Patrick's, keep in mind that the abbreviation of Patrick is actually spelled with two D's as in dog, not T as in Tom. You see, Patty with D is the abbreviation of Patrick when it comes to Irish American culture and in Ireland. People love to argue this one with me. I'm like, I don't, oh, cool, you went to Ireland once. <laughs> that, that's fucking Irish American from Boston. I, he knows, yeah. Okay, so put the D's in there. If you spell it with T's, that's actually abbreviating Patricia. It is not St. Patricia's Day. I'm sure there is a St. Patricia's Day. I believe there's a St. Patricia in the Catholic faith, but uh, it's not St. Patricia's Day. So spell it right. P A D D Y, not P A T T, as in Tom Y. Uh, and especially this year, you don't need to party in a large group. A lot of people like to think of St. Patrick's Day as an excuse to get drunk. Yeah, no problem with having a few drinks. I get it. But especially this year, don't feel this 
inane need to go out and party and get sloppy drunk and be around a bunch of people and potentially create a, a super spreader event in this time of COVID. Uh, I'll be at home. I will say usually uh, my house is is the house uh, on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, my Myself or my wife will make a... Uh, uh, corned beef brisket, lots of whiskey flowing, um, but this will be the second year in a row I'm unable to do that. I will be spending it uh, watching Dropkick Murphys <laughs> and their live stream uh, and enjoying a nice Irish whiskey on the couch with my daughter. Um, just be smart. Just be smart. Uh, just as important, green beer is terrible. I don't care what a bar tells you. I don't care what you think. I don't care that you're so drunk you don't notice it's terrible. Green beer is terrible. Most times it's like Coors Light or Bud Light with uh, with food coloring, and you end up tasting the food coloring. Don't drink green beer. Get yourself a nice uh, shot of Jameson. Get yourself a nice Guinness. That's what I would highly, highly recommend uh, for your St. Patty's Day festivities, even though you shouldn't really be having festivities because we're not supposed to be partying. Just enjoy it. Uh, and be just. I, I always say this, too. Be respectful. I <laughs> can't tell you how many times I've been out to St. Saint, Saint Patty's Day events and some dude dressed like a leprechaun comes and starts trying to talk to me and I'm like, I, no, 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 sir. <laughs> like, fine, wear a green shirt. But, like, let's calm down. Let's calm down. So that that's my advice for St. Patrick's Day. Uh, like I said, I'll be celebrating at home. Next year, hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll be able to celebrate in the streets. Although, like I've said for months... It's all arbitrary dates. Let's celebrate St. Patty's Day in June when, when it's over. Just for the hell of it. June 17th. Wait, no. <laughs> that would work. It's my father's birthday. Maybe that's maybe that's what I'll I'm gonna celebrate St. Patty's Day for my father's birthday. Alright, moving along here. I was thinking about this this week because I know last week I talked about uh cancel culture and kind of the, the ridiculousness around that and growing up Catholic in the nineties and the real cancel culture. And from a common sense standpoint, I was thinking about it because they are talking about cancel culture within the federal government right now. Politicians are currently debating and investigating cancel culture. And I was thinking about this week and, and what the purpose of it, that investigation is. Now, bear with me. What I mean to say is whether you believe cancel culture is a thing or not. What is your what is your end game? Let's okay. So cancel cancel culture is a thing. It's bad. W- what is your end game? How how do you want to combat this? I spent like not in depth thinking, but I was thinking about it the past week. The only thing I can think of is to combat cancel culture and and make can- cancel culture not a thing. Is you have to force people to watch stuff. <laughs> like what? So so that's that's your answer here. Force people to watch things they don't like. That's free market. People consume what they enjoy, what they want to consume. You can't force people to eat certain things. You can't force people to watch certain things. We can't even force people to take a vaccine that's going to get us out of this pandemic. So what is the end goal of, of getting rid of cancel culture? Somebody, somebody needs to help me out with this because I, I really don't know what it is. Other than just a monumental waste of time. Monumental waste of time. All right, we're getting close to the end here, and I'm still recovering from daylight savings time. Freaking farmers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not actually mad at the farmers, but those of you that know what, like where daylight savings comes from, it has to do with, with farming, which nowadays isn't nearly as important. We have such technologies that can get around that. Um, 
Now, I'm going to talk about this later. I'm going to tease it. I'm going to talk about the NCAA a little bit. And this is going to be important just in general from a common sense standpoint. Uh, and don't roll your eyes, anyone out there that is not a sports fan and hates when I talk about sports because this is not really sports related. It's more common sense and society, societal related um, as far as NCAA. But I'm going to save that for next week because we are getting short on time. I feel like I'm just all over. We're, this is a very tangented episode and I... I've never claimed uh, that that we stay on the rails. In fact, hashtag we don't need rails is is one of our common ones. So please bear with me this week as we get through some entertainment news. Yeah. Uh, from entertainment news, new video content uh, for Common Sense Sundays and other stuff has been coming out. Uh, I think I mentioned earlier in the episode there's some new beer reviews that are coming up, but uh, we've been cutting some new Common Sense uh, content individual uh, videos easier to digest, less time-consuming. So keep an eye out for those on Facebook and YouTube. Um, kind of organizing YouTube and getting getting the playlists uh, looking a little better on there because it's just kind of jumbled all over the place. I mean, it's decent, but it, you can find stuff. But it needs a little bit of organization. So that's coming. Um, again, check Facebook and YouTube. Uh, and, of course, Instagram. But Instagram, that's mostly the, the uh, still content. All right, Moxie. Watch that movie uh, last Sunday. Watch Moxie with my wife. Been meaning to watch that one. I, everybody I know on the social platforms was was talking great about it. Um, I thought it was a fantastic film with a great message. Uh, the one thing that the one complaint I had, and it's not even a complaint that makes makes the film like takes a just and and I think part of it is just my um like my film school geekiness is. It went really fast from Act Two to Three. If you know what that means, you know then you can probably relate when you watch. It. And even if you didn't see it at the time, but now you're like, yeah. And it, it needed a little bit more buildup, and then we kind of glossed over um, kind of bigger things. It then came back around at the end, but I, I just I wanted to build a little bit more uh, from Act Two to Three uh, as opposed to Act One to Two. And it, I wouldn't even say it it didn't take away from the film. Um, it just went. I didn't. Basically, I didn't have the time to digest what was happening kind of in the transition from two to three. Uh, that'd be the one complaint. I, and it didn't, like I said, it didn't make it a bad, it was just my my brain had to catch up. I was like, oh, 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 okay, no, here we are. Got it, got it. Um, so that'd be my one small criticism. Outside of that, I would highly recommend uh, you see the film. Amy Poehler uh, is great in it. All of the young actresses in it are, are, are fantastic um, actors, too. Like, I, I don't know. It's tough to, it's tough to, without spoiling anything, it's tough to look at Patrick Schwarzenegger. Like he, he does, he does a great job with the role, but you're not, you know, he, he plays a little bit of an asshole. So you're like, hey, yeah, yeah, good job. You know, like watch the film and you'll see what I'm saying. Um, and God, he looks like his father. It's wild how much he he looks like a cross between his father and a Kennedy. And it's, it's like, well, yeah, that's, that's what he looks like. Uh, so check out Moxie. It is on uh, Netflix. Also, there's it was based on a book, which I think this is what you run into a lot of times, um, and that, that's why it kind of had to be sped up. Act two to three, not even sped up, but just moved along a little quicker. Uh, because when when stuff's based on a book like that, you have a lot more room to get into those things that you don't uh, over a ninety you know, 90 minute to two hour film, uh, and little things, there was little, like little Easter, Easter eggs, as the kids say, I really enjoyed the stickers. And in fact, I'm watching it and there's, and this isn't spoiling anything. Cause I think it's even in the trailer. There's a scene where she's opening up this old suitcase of her mother's, 
uh, and I'm watching. And I was like, ooh, oh, ooh. <laughs> I grabbed the remote and I rewound it. And my wife's like, what are you doing? I was like, I, I, uh, let me see the stickers again. <laughs> what she got under? Because uh, if you know, if you grew up in a punk rock world or skating world, like a lot of different things, burners, stickers are life, man. Yeah. Stickers. Some of them on the wall right there. Get them everywhere. My kid loves them now too. Um, and one thing I really, really loved was uh, the band. The school band in Moxie uh, actually played a version of uh, uh, of Boston's impression that I get, which which was funny because like they I, it goes to that scene. I'm like, hey, oh, and then immediately my mind went to like, oh, Boston's have an album coming out like in a couple months. Brilliant on their part uh, to then get a little extra, you know, little 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 nugget out there for everybody. Suddenly hearing that and they're like, oh yeah, Mighty Mighty Boston. Oh, what they have a new out. Oh. Brilliant marketing on their part. Uh, also, speaking of movies, like talking about high school and stuff, uh, watch 90 Kid last night. This is the Soleil Moon Fry uh, documentary that she put together. It's on Hulu. Um, it is interesting to say the least. And I don't, I have, I, I'm mentioning it now, but I have a lot more that I want to unpack on this, specifically from a geeky film standpoint. Uh, because it was wild to see all of these different actors uh, basically portrayed through home home movies uh, that Soleil Moon Fry had shot in the 90s. And for those of you not familiar with, with that name, Soleil Moon Fry, she was the actress who played Punky Brewster in the 80s um, and then con- you know continued to act. But, but that was, you know, un- un- I don't mean it insultingly, but that was probably the height of her acting career. Um, and then, of course, there's like a, Punky Brewster reboot or something on on Peacock. Uh, I'm not paying, not paying for Peacock. Um, so I, I found int- what I found interesting was it's mo- done mostly through home videos that she has shot, and this is something I just haven't had a chance to look into. My producer mind went into it, and even my wife last night she was like, "How would they get everyone to sign off?" And I'm sitting there going, "Oh." Little things like recognition of the camera and speaking to the camera. <laughs> so we're going to look into that a little bit more. Uh, but check out 90 Kid. Just prepare yourself. Um, it is quite quite the thing. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, it is it is quite a situation. Uh, and if you were a teenager in the 90s and <laughs> and did certain things like drink and smoke and stuff uh might bring up some memories for you which it did for me it's like oh oh yeah no that looked like me in the 90s too you also gotta love 90s clothing i always that's what i've always said too like i am not and i'm not a fashion person my fashion has been the same since i was a teenager the only difference is my my jeans got less skinny in the 90s we wore some some uh some baggy jeans and uh really that's the only way my style changed i'm like, like still wearing same band t-shirts same bands I was wearing t-shirts of in the 90s. <laughs> uh, not this Bomb Pops one, but, you know, Rancid, Unwritten Law, Blank, and lots of, lots of bands, Les and Jake, that I've been wearing their same shirts for 30 years, you know, close to 30 years. It's amazing how that works. Uh, and speaking of that, looks like shows are coming back. I am getting more and more confident in uh, Hell Omega Tour actually happening here in July um, here in Los Angeles just because it's... it's looking better and better and we're getting there and i'll tell you there's nothing i need more than a show right now because i mean i don't 
I don't love shows more than my wife and my daughter. However, I've had plenty of my wife and my daughter for the past year, so now I'm ready for a show. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. Uh, and that's gonna, that's that's where I get my kind of refill my cup. So whatever it is for you, you know, or maybe it doesn't matter because maybe you're like, I love hiking and we <laughs> can still hike, you know. But I, what I love to do involves people. <laughs> gotta gotta be around the people for it to actually work. Uh, so, so I'm ready to get back to it, and hopefully, hopefully, very, very soon. Uh, I mentioned before, preachers are scheduling shows, and I know Dolly Rots are uh, looking at scheduling shows right now. Not, not like a month from now, but I, I think toward the end of 2021. So it's, it's nice to see uh, the gradual kind of shift back to, to normal. Of course, I'm saying all that, and I can tell how exhausted I was today. Thank you for bearing with me. Wall fans, it was just one of those days where I think everything's catching up with me, and hopefully you're, uh, not hopefully, but hopefully you understand, and maybe that's because you're also dealing with daylight savings times, especially with anyone out there with kids, I'm telling you, kids, dogs too, that's the thing, if you, like, it's not even just kids, it's, you, like, your dog, they don't care that it's daylight savings time, uh, like, I, my, I've heard my aunt say this uh, quite a few times in the past, because, and she does like fostering and rescuing dogs. So she's constantly got this influx. Like they don't dog dog didn't care that it's daylight savings. And it's actually, you know, it, it, it's not, not their actual time in their head. It's no, it's, it's my, it's 4am. I'm going outside now. So dogs don't care. I, I remember that with, uh, with our dog as well. Cat yeah, easy. <laughs> they don't need anything from you. They're running around the house at three in the morning or four in the morning, whatever it is. If you ever had a cat, you know what that's all about. And, uh, here I am getting tangented yet again. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week. I'm done. I'm I'm exhausted. But we will be back next week uh, with episode 40. Um, don't forget to uh, follow us on the socials, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, my own personal Instagram, which is at SoCalShawn. YouTube, head over there, search go tell it to the wall, subscribe to our channel. And most importantly, uh, would be SeanOWorkLive.com. Help us out on Patreon and buy some merch. Please, please, please. You, you, got, you got that relief check. No, I'm just kidding. Don't spend it on stupid stuff like merch, or do. Honestly, I some of mine's gonna go there because I like my, my, you know, I've been able to pay my bills, fortunately. So, uh, so I am gonna help stimulate the economy. But, but be smart with your check, and if you have the means to stimulate the economy a little bit, go for it. If if you just need to feed your family, then do that. That's even more important. But make sure it's free. You can follow us on the social platforms. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can listen for free. Everything I do in here is absolutely free. Um, thank God episode 39 was free cause, but you know, I swear some of the others are better. I'm just kidding. I'm digress here. Let's, uh, let's call it on episode 39, uh, of common sense Sundays with go tell it to the wall. Uh, I am of course your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Like I said, we'll be back next week. Same wall place, same wall time. And until then wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, remember no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go and no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense.